Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. Uh, it's very clear Mark Polonkars is going to profit personally from this book. Raising questions about authoring a book while still in active political office and during an election year. If I was a Republican, he wouldn't be making this argument. It's as simple as that. But the controller says... He has some legitimate questions. Uh, it's very clear Mark Polonkars is going to profit personally from this book. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 in 716. It really is difficult to tell how much interest there is in whatever the detail that Erie County Executive Mark Polonkars mysteriously teases to be included in his new book on the Buffalo Bills lease negotiations. I mean, at his own press conference recently, Polonkars chided a reporter for asking about the Bills' new stadium and indicated that only the media was interested in that. Erie County Controller Stefan Mahailu wants answers from Polonkars over details about the book beyond the X's and O's, keeping the Bills in Buffalo, which will be released just weeks before his attempt to be reelected as Erie County Executive. The county's top fiscal watchdog said that it's unusual for Polonkars to personally profit from insider information regarding the Buffalo Bills stadium lease deal. Well, it's highly unusual for a sitting county executive to be sitting on private insider information and then bring that out two months before Election Day to personally profit from it. Controller Stefan Mahailu with WBEN's Mike Baggerman. There's a lot of unanswered questions about this private book deal and the fact that he used insider public information uh, to profit personally from it. You know, we have a lot of questions uh, whether or not he received an advance. Is he getting paid in the future? Um, is he divulging private discussions uh, with the bills in New York State for personal profit and personal gain? Uh, it's very clear Mark Polonkars is going to profit personally from this book, uh, whether it's payment in the future or monies that he's received already. So we're asking him numerous questions. Is he even able to do this? You know, our county uh, ethics committee is very clear that the county executive cannot do this. Uh, he cannot use information obtained uh, on the inside uh, through his government capacity to personally profit. So we have a lot of questions about this book deal, and we just want answers. And depending on those answers, that will determine our next steps moving forward. Mark had mentioned in a tweet that, for the record, he did not receive an advance for the book he wrote about the lease negotiations with the Bills and New York State, which is to be published later this year. And he told the Buffalo News reporter just that. He says that your issues with it are just political, disappointing, but not unexpected. Your response? Mark Polonkars is profiting personally from this book. He is selling this book. He said so himself. Uh, and I think it's highly unusual for him to take this private information, inside information, from his capacity as county executive, and then release it 
for personal profit two months before Election Day. We want to know what information is he disclosing. It's also very alarming because the negotiations for the bill's lease deal is ongoing. Uh, The county taxpayer has spent $400,000 in legal fees uh, most recently in December with ongoing negotiations. So it's very alarming that the county executive is taking private information of a negotiation that is ongoing for a future bill's lease deal and then is disclosing that in a private book for profit. So these negotiations have not ended. We are still paying this law firm a significant amount of money to negotiate the bill's lease deal. And so I I wonder if he's jeopardizing any future negotiations with our partners by disclosing private information with the people he should be uh, negotiating with. If I remember correctly, Poland Cars was the person who negotiated the most recent lease deal with uh, the Bill Stadium and the conversations with Pagulas. He was the person in charge of that front. His conversation about the book is more or less kind of how those negotiations went. But based on this document that you had t- just mentioned and showed me a little bit earlier about that, you're saying that lease that he's already negotiated is still ongoing. Could you give a little clarity on that? Yeah. Within the Office of Erie County Controller, it shows that we've spent $400,000 on a law firm uh, whose sole responsibility is to negotiate the lease deal. The bills themselves, uh, the copies of them are very specific, even from Mark Polencar's legal department. Buffalo Bills lease deal, the most recent payment in December. So these negotiations are not only ongoing, they've never stopped. So Mark Polencars is disclosing uh, inside information in his role as county executive to personally profit from it, even though negotiations are still ongoing and we're paying a law firm to do so. Is this something that your office should be looking at, though? Because you're the top county fiscal watchdog. This kind of seems more like you're worried about his actions as it pertains to just what he's doing in his capacity as the county executive. Is it is there a fiscal component to it that you're concerned about? 400,000 components, $400,000 we've spent with this law firm and still ongoing for the bill's lease deal. We have spent tens of millions of dollars uh, at the stadium because the taxpayer owns it. Uh, Our county ethics law is crystal clear that this is something Mark Polonkars cannot do. He cannot disclose confidential information acquired by him in his official capacity as a public servant. I'm the taxpayer watchdog. It's my job to watch every single tax dollar, and it's also my job to make sure that other elected officials are doing their job in the public interest, not in their personal private interests. That's my job, and I'll never back down from it. What if Mark doesn't answer the questions that you've posed to him? Well, that will determine my next steps, whether or not we actually conduct a full-blown audit. We talk to other attorneys, because based on the documentation from our ethics committee, this is something Mark Polonkars cannot do. And there's a lot of unanswered questions. And as I've stated before, there may be plausible explanations for all of our questions. Uh, But depending on those answers, that will determine my next steps. So if he doesn't answer, are you going to try to seek his removal? Where do you go from there? No, I think that's a little extreme. I think the next step then is to meet with our audit team and determine what the next steps will be. But it all depends on how cooperative Mark Polonkars is going to be. Uh, It's just highly unusual for a public official to use insider information for personal profit. And I think it's strange that he's had this private information for years, and then all of a sudden it's being disclosed for personal profit two months before Election Day. 
that's highly unusual, and that's exactly why I'm asking a lot of questions. So have you been given any indication as to why these legal fees you know, are, are still being paid for, for, the, for the lease that you're talking about? It's crystal clear from Mark Polenkars' own law department that we're receiving multiple invoices and bills, sometimes uh, within months apart, uh, to the total of $400,000 specifically for bills lease. That is the language from the county executive not my office. These bills are being paid, and we've paid $400,000 going back to 2012, and as most recently as last December, to this law firm, specifically for what Mark Polenkars is calling bills lease negotiations. Could these just be deferred payments? Sure doesn't look that way. I mean, there's multiple payments on a monthly basis going back to December. You know, But at the end of the day, you know, this could easily be resolved by Mark Polenkars asking, answering our questions. Uh, there's nothing that prohibits me from writing a book. So we talked with Polenkars about the book and asked him the questions that the controller is raising. There's, and there's really nothing that prohibits uh, elected officials from having other jobs such that others have. Uh, the controller actually owns a media company, Profit Media. It's still an active company. Nobody's criticizing him over that because he can do that. The county executive Collins owned multiple companies. Uh, County clerk uh, Jacobs owned multiple companies and and did work associated with his companies while he was clerk. There's nothing that prohibits it. It's a political year. It's it's an election year. It's a political year. And and that's why this is coming out. He's mentioning that you're releasing confidential information about the Bills Stadium lease. And he showed me just a few minutes ago some documents from 2012 to 2018 showing that there are still fees being paid to a law firm as it relates to the stadium lease. Are you releasing confidential information? Well, no, actually, that information is not in the book. You just have to wait and see. But we, we agreed at the time we would we would release the full value of the attorneys that we hired for the outside counsel because we needed outside counsel who knew the NFL. And that's what we did by hiring the firm that we did. But part of the agreement was we'd release the total amount paid, but we wouldn't release the Bill Blower, and I've not released the Bill Blower in the book, and you'll find out when the book comes out this fall. i, I got to ask them, what's, what's the general consensus of the book then? Are you releasing specific details? or what, Well, the- I, I, I'm, I'm the backstory that most people have never heard, uh, the negotiations that went on and the problems. Most people don't realize, but the negotiations broke down multiple times, including after we announced we had a deal. Nobody knows that. Well, so, just, so just to be clear, I think that the question was, were you using information that you got because of your office, which is a public office, people are paying you that salary, and then basically having them pay for the information they pay for you to collect? Well, it's, it's no different than in, in a president or a governor or anybody else writing memoirs based on what they did, their, their autobiography. It, it, and it's, it's okay. It's, it's, I, if I was a Republican, he wouldn't be making this argument. It's as simple as that. Because he would, he, you, if you think about it, there were county executives that we had questions as to whether or not he was profiting from business before Erie County because businesses that he owned were receiving contracts from the county. That would be ethically questionable. So talk uh, to me about the timing then. About A lot of people release these memoirs after they've left office, looking back on their time. You're still in office. It's an election year. Why right now? Uh, I thought it was important because it revolved around an, in, an issue the lease of the bills and the negotiation of it in 2012 and 2013. And uh, I, I thought it was important because it shows the good work that was done by the people in, of our county and New York State to keep the bills in this town when in the interim San Diego has lost its team, St. Louis has lost its team, and Oakland is losing its team. They're moving to Las uh, Vegas as soon as that stadium is built. And those are even bigger markets than ours. 
So I thought it was important just to get this information out to the public uh, about, and, and a lot of it, the book is what's in my head. I mean, it's what I lived through. It's how, what the, the decisions and why I made them as to why we entered into agreements and, and did certain things with the bills. So it's not, it's not anything that uh, would hurt us in future negotiations because we negotiated with the Buffalo Bills Incorporated that was owned by Ralph Wilson and run by the Wilson individuals. It's not Buffalo Bills Incorporated anymore. It's Buffalo Bills LLC owned by the Pagulas, and almost no one associated with the Buffalo Bills during the negotiation is still around, except their counsel is very, they have a counsel, Michael Schiavone, who was part of the negotiation, and I'm, I guarantee you, Michael has already told the Bills organization everything about the press lease negotiations. He's a good counsel. What you can do, what you have been able to do as county executive. Yeah, and I think it's important that people understand from a public policy perspective that this is, this is difficult work. This is not easy work, and you often see and hear about these lease negotiations, uh, but you don't often hear of, of it from the, the governmental side. You hear about it from the NFL, uh, and, and I think it's, a, it's an important story to tell. I mean, I, I've, there, there's individuals in the legal community who are interested in this because they want to know about what it's like negotiating with an NFL team. Uh, I know a lot of the Buffalo Bills fans are. Uh, Thurman Thomas supports this endeavor, and he's actually written a, a, a supporting statement. If you go to the website for SUNY Press, you can read it about why this was an important thing. Luke Russert, a lot of people know Tim Russert. Luke Russert, his son, uh, a, a member of uh, the media, a big Bills fan. He thinks this was a great project and supports it and, and issued a supporting statement. Uh, I think it just goes to show that uh, it's a political year. This is not the first discussion. I talked about writing this book years ago. Controller never talked about it then, but now he's talking about it. Why? I'm running for re-election. It just happened to be published this year because that's the publication date that SUNY Press chose. I would have actually preferred it to be last year. but. Mark, why not wait until after you're out of office, whether you're out of the county or you just leave office for whatever Well, at that point, the, the information's stale. I mean, it's not an autobiography where I'm talking about the history of Mark Polling Cars. It's about a particular event, and it's a seminal event when it came to uh, keeping the Buffalo Bills in town, which was entering into agreement that had a $400 million penalty clause if they tried to move the team. And uh, if, I, if we didn't have that penalty clause, I think the team would have moved. People talk about the Bagulas buying the team, but there were many, many suitors interested in buying the team from outside the area who did not submit a bid. And that's in the story. Election Day? It's in November. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.